0: well 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 (laughs) look at what we have here it's another week another week of the podcast i think this is week 18 or episode 18 aka week 18 because we're consistent man because we don't miss episodes okay 18 weeks in a row we should get an award Um, I'm by myself. This is McCarty. I'm by myself this week. Again. Uh, Nate doesn't have an excuse. Something like he couldn't find time to record. It's like I bet he found time to watch his Netflix show. How about that? I bet he found time to eat and sleep. Okay. It's about priorities, guys. That's what it is. That's what this whole podcast is about. Priorities. And some of us don't have them right. Some of you guys listening don't have your priorities right. So you can learn. Today you can learn and you can start to change your ways. Um, again, this is a first of all podcast. Uh, my name's is McCarty. I'm here every week. My co-host Nate uh, is not here this week, but he's here a lot of, a lot of weeks, most weeks. Uh, and thank you guys for joining us. Um, this podcast is about nothing and everything all at the same time. and we're happy that you decided to join us for this week um, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna hop right into it. Some of you guys, matter of fact all of you guys probably think that this podcast, since it's so quality, um such good content, so consistent man consistent that's what we are. Uh, you might think that we record in some super fancy studio. In downtown Manhattan, thousands of dollars per hour to rent the space. Um, but that's not the case. It's not. You know, we're two humble guys that love to talk. That's basically it. And when you think about when you think about recording this podcast, or I think about recording this podcast, uh, it's not glamorous. It's not. And I want to tell you that right now. I am recording this podcast, in the, in the parking lot, in a car, in the parking lot of a West Tennessee DMV. Okay, so we come from humble beginnings, all right. And that's a message to all of you guys out there that if you want to start a podcast, do it, man, do it. Record it while you're driving down the road. I have not done that, but it it could work. Okay. And that, and I'm recording in the parking lot of a DMV because my 21-year-old sister, recently 21, who is graduating in December from college and going to be a full-fledged adult, didn't want to go to the DMV by herself, okay? And I don't get that. She's an adult. She's literally coming to get a license or a new driver's license, a new ID that basically says, you're an adult. And she doesn't want to do it by herself. So I had to come do it with her, and uh, I told her that I'm going to sit in the parking lot, you're going to go in there like a big girl, and you're going to handle it. That's how that goes down. What was McCarty doing when he graduated college? I was moving new to New Jersey, 1,100 miles away from my family, Make buying health insurance, okay? Buying dental insurance that I never used in two years. I'm still paying for it. Haven't been to the dentist in two years, and I'm not ashamed. Okay. You guys are like, oh my God, you should definitely go to the dentist. Why? So they can clean my teeth and tell me bad news? I got enough of that in my life. I clean my teeth on my own and know that I don't floss. Okay, I don't need them to say it. That's all the dentist is is to tell you you have more cavities and you don't floss. It's like, all right, well I already know that. That's what they say every time. And there's no preventing it. Okay, I eat pretty well. And I still get cavities every time. So I think they make it up. I really do. I think that they know that I don't know what they're talking about. So they say whatever they want, just like mechanics and car salesmen. Okay. They know that we don't know. All right. They know. So they just say whatever and we just have to go along with it. That's why it makes me so mad. I hate buying a car Fortunately, I haven't had to do it that many times in my life, but I have had to do it twice in the same year because I made a bad decision. Okay, we don't have to get into that now, but that stresses me out more than anything in the world. Stress is a is the wrong word. Like I don't I'm not like panicked about it. I just don't want to do it. I don't want to do it because I know car salesmen are are slimy, scummy people and I just don't want to do it. I don't want to deal with them. I know they're lying to me and I don't really know that much about cars so they can say whatever and I just have to go along with it and I hate that. I hate it. So if you have a, unfortunately my, the car that I have now, I didn't have to do that. And I'm very grateful. The family gave it to me and I love that family to death and owe them a ton for that. So they didn't give it to me. Okay. I paid for it, but I got it really cheap and didn't have to go the car salesman route. So it worked out really nicely. Um, I was on, so I'm, I'm back in West Tennessee where I'm from, um, for a couple of days and I was on this plane to get here from Atlanta where I just moved. And so the plane is a regional airline. Okay. It's a, they're little bitty planes. They only have eight seats. So it's eight passenger plane and it only, they only fly about 5,000 feet uh off the ground so it's kind of i describe it as like taking a riding a roller coaster is basically what it is i think it's kind of fun it's really loud in there because like there's just no not enough space to drown out the sound of what the plane engine sounds like so it's really loud so that part's kind of obnoxious and there is a lot of turbulence like those little bitty planes get tossed around a lot but if you if you're good with motion you don't have motion sickness you're fine okay it's fine And this woman that was sitting next to me was freaking out. She was so nervous about the whole thing because the plane is small. And like, there's some validity to that. I'm fine with it. And I walked her through it. You know, I told her that I've done it many times. They take these planes every day. No incidents, no accidents, no crashes. Like, it's fine. Okay. And I realized that no matter how much I said to her, she was still going to be terrified until we landed safely in her destination and there it's it's hard for me to be like don't be scared because a lot of people just can't help it there's just fears in the world and people have them and they can't help it but there is a such thing as irrational fears okay and I don't get those I mean that's the definition of irrational but people need to learn to understand logic okay and I told this woman I said, look. Wait, let me back up. She said her sister takes this flight all the time, and they love it. or Her and her family love it. I'm like, all right, that should tell you. You like Is your sister still alive? Yes. Okay, the flight works. Stop being scared. Obviously, she lands safely every time. So what is there to be scared about? It clearly works. That's what I'm talking about. Like That's irrational. I have been on this flight over 10 times. I'm here talking to you about it. I wouldn't do that if I was dead from a plane crash, okay? Or if they crashed, I probably wouldn't fly again with them. So you just make sense with your fear. My friend, I have a friend in college. Her biggest fear in the world was blue whales. Think about that. The big, the big ones, like the really, really big ones, that there's like not that many of them left, but somehow they're in commercials all the time, those ones. The ones that have like cruise ships that go on sightseeing tours and then you don't actually see them. You pay like $200 to go on the, the whale sightseeing tour and then they're like, oh, the whales aren't out today. Into that one. And, like you sign a form that they're not legally responsible to give you a refund if there's no whales. Those whales. Okay. She's terrified of those whales. And it's like, you know how to not interact with that whale? It's like, just don't go to Alaska. You know, that's where they are or off the coast of Antarctica. Don't go to those places. And if you do stay close to the shore because they're really far out in the ocean because they're freaking huge. So dumbest fear of all time. That one. Okay. She's like, I'm scared of deep water because there might be a whale in it. It's like, well, let me tell you the Olympic pool that you're swimming at at your apartment complex doesn't have any whales. And if they did, it would probably be illegal. So you wouldn't have an apartment complex anymore. That's irrational. You got to think that one out. Okay, if that's your fear, you don't have any fears because that doesn't even make sense. Now, my biggest fear in the world is snakes. That's a legitimate fear. I was an exterminator for a summer for about three months. Now, in my own logic, it's like, are you scared of snakes? Don't be an exterminator that's in charge of getting rid of them. Okay? That would be true. But most of the time, we weren't getting rid of snakes. That was only a handful of times. And those calls, I did not participate in because I'm terrified. But, snakes exist in America, in the places that I live. Okay? And that freaks me out. I don't want to interact with them. Those things are way too weird and slimy. And you don't know what they're going to do. Very unpredictable. So... I don't mess with snakes. That's my biggest fear and probably my only fear, truthfully. I've never really thought about like any other thing that scares me like deeply. Um, I saw a sign or not a sign. That's a weird thing to say. I saw a picture of a child holding, I guess it was a sign, but it's not, it wasn't like a road sign. It was, they were holding like a. a a board that had letters on it, one of those things. And it said first day of school. Now I'm not going to take away anybody's first day of school when you're starting kindergarten. And like, why is it called that? Why is it called kindergarten? What is that? That sounds like a German word for something we don't even know. I just thought about that. What is kindergarten? What does that word mean? Why do we call it that? No other grade is called something strange Some strange German word like that. But that kindergarten, no one even knows. I, I I, I hate that stuff. Like unexplainable things like that, that drives me insane. Anyway, that's fine. First day of school, kindergarten. First day of school, you take a picture and you post it on a wall and then you walk past it down your hallway and you never notice it again. I'm fine with that. Okay, we all do it. It is kind of monumental, because for the next 12 years of your life, plus four, plus two, plus two, if you want to do college, grad school, and a PhD, all of that stuff, your life is going to be school. So the first day of that is a little bit monumental, and I'm fine with that. But in the context of what I'm talking about, this picture that I saw, it was preschool, okay? And that's not okay. It's not. Parents... With three-year-olds and four-year-olds. That's not their first day of school. So you can't take that picture. Okay? Because we all know when they go to kindergarten, you're going to take another one of those and it's going to say first day of school. Now you lied. Okay? Now you lied because the previous first day of preschool wasn't the first day. That's not real school. It's in the name. It says preschool. It's before you go to school, okay? It can't be your first day if it's called preschool, all right? So parents with three- and four-year-olds, you got to stop it, okay? You're doing it for the Instagram and the Facebook content, and so grandma has something to look at for the next three hours on a Monday morning, okay? Just FaceTime her. She doesn't know how to FaceTime? You take a picture, but don't post it. Send it to her. Show her the next time she comes over to make you lunch, Okay, we don't need to see it because it's not real. It's not a real thing. You should stop doing it. Okay, and some close friends of mine are the ones that did it. And if they're listening, they'll know who they are, and I don't apologize for it. I don't. Most everything I say, I don't apologize for, as a matter of fact. Now, something else we're not thinking too much about these days because they're either extinct irrelevant or unsafe is pogo sticks okay and you knew it was coming I've teased it a couple of episodes that I needed to talk about pogo sticks and if you don't know what a pogo stick is google it for one because that's gonna that's always the answer when you don't know what something is secondly it's a I don't even know how to describe it it's like a it's a it's a metal bouncing bar thing is the best way i can I can say it, so that's basically i mean i I don't it's hard to describe them. I never actually thought about having to describe them, but I realize now that it's it's a metal it's a metal pole with a spring on it with little pedals on either side, and you bounce you bounce on it, and that's it that's all there is to do is to just bounce on the spring and up and down, up and down all day long. And there were people when I was growing up, I guess, I don't know. I got my first one. I was like maybe sixth grade. That'd be like 12 years old or something like that. And I loved it. I used to, I think we had two of them actually. And I would bounce on, I got really good at it. There were some people that were terrible because you have to have balance. You do. It's a great practice in balance. And a couple of my friends had them and they were like weren't great at them but I was really good I was really good at it and I was like so just naive to the world but I was like I'm going to set a world record of how many polo stick bounces I can do and I'm actually going to look up what the world record is but while I'm doing that I'll tell you my record personal record was 1100 bounces in a row okay and I don't remember how like on a clock how many how many uh or how many minutes on a clock that took me but it was a long time i think it was like an hour i don't actually know that but it that seems right i mean if you think how many jumps can you do in a minute you know like maybe one a second it probably was close to an hour and i did it forever i started in my driveway which is actually slanted and just not a really smart place to do that but the Okay, so the world record most consecutive jumps on a pogo sh- stick is eighty-eight thousand, eighty-eight thousand forty-seven. Uh, man, this guy's a super unfortunate last name. His last name is, or his name is Jack Sexty. That's not. That doesn't sound good. Um, it's actually set in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. That guy's from the UK, but it was set in. In Philly. So I did 1,100, which, truthfully, is pretty good, actually. I think. Uh, it doesn't say how long it took him to do it, but I bet it was very long. Um, anyway, yeah, I did 1,100. And I could have kept going, but I just got bored with it. Like, it probably took me an hour to do that. And I was like, this is dumb. Like, why? It wasn't dumb. Okay, I was chasing a world record. It was very profound, but... It just got boring. I ended up in the street. So I started in my driveway and I just like, you move when you bounce, like not that far, but eventually you're going to move a little bit. And I ended up in the middle of the street and I was like, this is probably not the safest and there's going to be a car that's going to come mess up my rhythm and it's just altogether probably not good. So I'm just going to hop off. And I did 1100 right at 1100 and I got tired of counting too. I'm like, that's a really high number to count. So I'm over that already. But the whole gist of it is, where are the pogo sticks? I don't ever see kids these days with them. Now, I haven't lived in like a neighborhood with kids, with young or like middle-aged kids, middle school-aged kids in a long time. So maybe I'm just not around them to see that there are a lot of pogo sticks still in circulation, but I feel like I don't hear kids talking about pogo sticks. I'm not seeing kids on Instagram or TikTok posting their pogo stick challenges, nothing like that. And they're missing out. That was a great toy to have. Taught you balance and agility, first of all. Secondly, taught you to scrape your knees and get up and get try again. Okay, taught you a little bit of competition with your friends. A lot of life skills learned on pogo sticks. And I think we need to bring them back. Like Razor Scooters, those went away for a little while. They did. Like when I was in high school, I had one when I was growing up. Then when I was in high school, so that would have been like 2010-ish. They went away. And then when I was in college, they came back. Okay. Razor Scooter did some kind of marketing campaign to bring them back and use them on college campuses because they were everywhere. So... They need a pogo sticks needs to get with razor scooters and figure out what they did to bring them back and make them relevant again, because you could probably have some baller technology too. Like there's probably pogo sticks out there that have water bottles hooked up to them with a straw. And that way you don't get tired or you put a Bluetooth speaker on them. He bumps to some music while you're out there. You know, there's all kinds of stuff that you can do with pogo sticks now to make them even more relevant. So that's my pitch. And I think they should bring them back. I was good at it. I would still be good at it if I had one. I don't know where they are. What happened to my pogo stick? But they're gone. So I was driving to, um, I was driving to Atlanta from New Jersey over the weekend, and we drove through a bunch of states. I think the total was like eight, seven or eight. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. But we drove through West Virginia and Virginia. Now, as Americans, we sort of just widely accepted that that's the names of the states. And that's fine. You know, it's not going to change. They've been those, those names for hundreds of years now. And it's not going to change. But what? how lazy are we? Think about it. How lazy are we that there is states... That couldn't come up with different names. It's either super lazy or super uncreative. Or the residents of the original West Virginia and Virginia had a serious argument for a long time. To the point where the compromise was they don't even change the name of West Virginia. They just add one qualifier to it and that's that it's West of the original Virginia. Like, what kind of pretentious, obnoxious, and stubborn people were living in West Virginia at the time that it was named that they couldn't change their name? They felt like they were so a part of the original Virginia, yet wanted to define themselves differently, that they couldn't come up with a different name. They wanted to have a border and have their own state, but didn't want to take the new name. That's the most obnoxious thing I could ever think of. Think about that. And you know what? The Dakotas did it also. Now, I'm going to cut North and South Dakota some slack because no one talks about those states anyway. So, probably for the first hundred years of them even being a state, people didn't know their name and didn't care, frankly. There's not any people there anyway, and the only reason you go to North Dakota is to see the uh, whatever, what is that monument called with the four faces on it? That. It has a name. I don't know what it's called. I can't remember, but you know what I'm talking about. The mountain with the faces in it, that's in North Dakota or South Dakota. It's in one of them. That's the only reason people go there. And also North Dakota State, the football team, is really good, so they might go to that. But think about the West Virginia-Virginia argument, okay? Somebody was super obnoxious and didn't want to change their name but still wanted to have a different state. I mean, I can't imagine the level of infuriation I would have if I was in that courtroom or whatever place that argument took place. Virginia had every right to pick that. I think it was named after the original, whatever queen was queen at the time, that the united states was colonizing it was her daughter named virginia and that's where the name came from and fact check me on that i'm pretty sure i read a sign on the side of a highway in virginia that said something like that but we were also going 80 miles an hour so may have not read that whole thing uh Anyway, they had every right to name themselves Virginia. And then the people that wanted to draw the border of West Virginia, they were like, all right, dude, take your spot. Go over there. Take your state. Come up with your own name. And then y'all are good. You know, we'll call it even. And then the West Virginia people were like, no, we want to keep it. We want to keep Virginia. We want to keep the name. We're over here. You guys are over there. Our taxes are going to be different. We're going to have a different zip code, different address, different state, different governor, different rules. Okay. All that's different. You guys are Virginia. We're over here. We're going to do our own thing. And everybody's like, that's cool. That's cool. What's your new name going to be? And like, oh, we meant to, you know, we forgot to say this, but we're actually going to keep the name Virginia. So you're Virginia. We're Virginia, but we're different. And then the people, the original Virginia people were like that makes no sense at all. Why would we do that? Why would you do that? Why would you keep the same name when you just said you're different? And so they argued about that for years and years and years, probably. Who knows? I don't. But probably. And they settled on calling it West Virginia. That is so dumb. That is so dumb. Of all the names in the world... And then we have stupid things like Arkansas and Kansas. Okay? No one can explain that, why we pronounce them different. No one knows. First of all, no one knows. Secondly, same name, just add an AR on it. We, how uncreative are these state names? North and South Dakota? I, I'm telling you, I actually get that because I, I think it just didn't matter. I think those local governments are like, no one's coming here. What difference does it make? The only reason we're going to call them north and south is because we need to know the difference. That's it. No one else cares. So that one is a little bit of an outlier. But I'll never get over the West Virginia, Virginia thing. I mean, that's just, it's so silly to me. So silly. And then even like New Jersey, New Hampshire. Like new what? Where was the old one? Just call it Jersey. There's no other... You're not competing with anybody. There's no other Hampshire. Okay? There's no other Yorks. There's no old and there's no new. So just... Why do we have that? I get... I mean, at the time, it was new. But if you build a house and you're like, hey, the guys, come over, this is my new house. You don't always call it new. It's not always new. That's a fact of how English works, and also time. So, when something is no longer new, it just is, or it's the old. Okay? You can't call it new forever. That makes no sense. And you got I, this is a, basically a TED Talk on how stupid naming things can be. That people don't think, man. They don't think. And that's, we need more of that. We need more people that think. The last thing, two things I'm going to talk about because one is really short. Facebook knows where I'm staying. I'm staying with a family in Atlanta. Now, I'm going to tell you something that sounds crazy, okay, but it's just the way I'm living my life right now. I took a new job in Atlanta, which is a city I'd never been before or never stayed an extended amount of time. I'm living with a family in the interim for the next eight days, a family that I never met because my lease hasn't started on my apartment And then I'm living with a guy in my new apartment that I've also never met. So moving to a new city I've never been, to live with a family that I've never met, to eventually live with a guy for a year that I've never met. And I know that sounds terrifying to some of you guys. I don't care. I don't. That was just my life, and that's how it's going to be, and I'm fine with it. I, I, I worry so little about all of those things. So anyway, I was staying with this family in Atlanta And I was on Facebook, and one of my suggested friends is the guy I'm living with, dude. How do they know? We have like, I don't know, five mutual friends. I mean, I didn't know this guy, but he was connected to a family member of mine, like distantly connected, and they live in Atlanta, so I'm staying with them. And it's fine. Like, they're awesome people, but we didn't, we had no other way of any sort of interaction and Facebook somehow suggested him as my friend after I'm living with him. How do they know that is so weird to me. Uh, so that's all I have to say about it. Uh, it's just strange. I think it's very strange. I don't know. It doesn't like, I'm not like going to delete my Facebook cause it freaks me out, but it is weird. Um, and then food delivery. This is a very important topic food delivery guys. It happened, you know, it's huge. There's a lot of places that do it now. It's like almost, you can't be a restaurant unless you deliver. So apparently a lot of people are doing it. I may have gotten food delivered maybe five times in my life. I'm not going to pay for it. I'm not. It's like three or four or $5 extra to get it delivered. It's like, no, I, if I'm going to spend three or four or five dollars extra, I'm going to get an extra side of fried rice or garlic knots or whatever kind of food you're getting delivered. I'm I'm going to go pick it up. I am not above going to pick up food that I just paid for. I think delivery is, uh, it's just not, I'm not ever going to do it. I'm not. Unless I'm just inconvenienced in uh, in every way, like if I don't have a car or traffic is horrible, or it's 50 miles away and I just don't want to go get it, then I might get it delivered, but I'm just not going to pay for delivery. And there's so many ways you can get things delivered now with like the amount of companies that'll do it, like Uber Eats and Grubhub and Postmates, all those things. And then also the actual restaurants have the delivery service. Like McDonald's will deliver it to you. Or like Panera, they have their own drivers to deliver it. And, like, you're paying, like, $4 extra for that. That's just not worth it to me. The food is already overpriced. And then you're paying extra on top of that to get your food delivered when you're fully capable as a human being to go get food. It's just, ugh. I just don't want to do it, man. If they make it free now, I'm not going to sit here and say it's not convenient and amazing and makes you feel like a king or a queen. It does. If it was free, I would do it. It's not free, though. That's the thing. Okay, I've talked enough. Um, Yeah, I sat in the parking lot of a DMV. I did and recorded today's episode, and I'm proud of it. Great content. Had a lot of fun doing it. It's hot in this car. I'll tell you that. Um, But that's it. That's all I have to say. Again, this is the first of all podcast. My name is McCarty. We're here every Thursday. Uh, we usually post them sometime in the afternoon on Thursdays. Um, and we encourage you to tell your friends about it. If you enjoy it, tell your friends, share it with them. Um, we just do it for fun, but it's always you know cool to see that other people appreciate it. So be sure to share this, like it, favorite it, follow it, whatever platform you're listening on. I'm sure they have some sort of mechanism for that. So thank you guys for joining me. We will see you again. Uh, next Thursday. Have a great week, guys.